0: this is Kimberly McComas manifesting your reality step by step and today I want to talk about changing or recreating specific people and talk about the specific person that is in my life that is in and out of my life and how I would like to change him or how I'm changing him. So I was talking to another coach just the other day, and I was telling her that I wanted to recreate him. And I wanted her perspective so that I could be stronger at being a deliberate manifester. That's what we all want. We want to be deliberate with our manifesting. We've been manifesting since birth, all of that is true, but we want to be deliberate. So, she said, use the concept of forgive and forget. And I thought that that was a great concept, a great idea, because we all are going within our mind, and we are seeing the people how we want to see them. Whether you're trying to attract or you're trying to date or be married to a specific person, what you're doing is you're going into your mind and you're seeing yourself as that wife and you're knowing without a shadow of a doubt you're going to be married to that individual, that wife or husband. Um, I apologize if I'm not addressing the entire audience um, who's listening to this podcast, um, but I'm thinking about myself, you know, um, I, we're, we're going in with ourselves, and we're knowing in ourselves that that's who we are and what we want, so I'm, I'm currently broke up with my SP, Sean, I know in previous episodes I've I mentioned um, things about him, and um, I told um, this coach that I thought that was a great idea to forgive and forget. So um, a couple of days ago, um, I picked Sean up, and we were um spending the day together he got upset with me because I said there's no spending the night we've been together for going on nine years now this year will be nine years and I feel like we should be married by now and I'm not going to keep allowing you to live with me live off of me and continue to um take up my time if you're not giving me what I want you're not giving me that commitment now he has said it's just a piece of paper and I said to him okay if it's just a piece of paper to you then sign it let it be what it is to me and what it is to me is a commitment and so he's a little upset because I've set ground rules and um the ground rule is that there's no spending the night unless we are married. Why? Because we've been together long enough. We know what each other feels like. And um, I hope um, the audience isn't underage, but I was thinking along the lines of sexual activity. We've we've already done all all of that. We already know what each other feels like. And yes, you know, I have you know desires and needs and wants but they're just temporary when you know I need even more I want that commitment I want that assurance that you have my back and as we age I can lean on you too give you a little bit of background about Sean he is um addicted to opiates Um, and I have, um, set him up with a doctor. He's legit has pain. Um, he suffers from trigeminal neuralgia, which is also known as face pain. And he, um, has been in and out of clinics and that's how I met him. I'm a nurse by trade and, um, he, refuses to stick with a doctor who can manage it and give it, give him the medicines that he needs um, and um, he wants to get it from friends and get it off the street. I, I don't understand that. Um, both I and his parents have supported him as far as making sure he has this medicine because his body is addicted to it. Anyway, I have been trying to tell him, you know, the medication isn't serving you anymore. You've been on it for many, many years, and you know, I don't feel like you your body needs it anymore. Um, he went through prison a few years ago, and he managed to get his medicine um, as he needed. Excuse me, as he needed it. While he was in prison, and he learned how to take just a little bit at a time to make the medicine last. And so he's not taking a normal dose every day. And so that's why I feel as a nurse and as I watch him that he does not need it anymore. It's just not serving him anymore. And that's just how I feel. I, like I said, I'm a nurse. I trade and I do believe in medications but we can outgrow medications and that is the honest truth and um so anyway I picked him up and we were spending supposed to be spending the day together he claimed he was in withdrawal because he hadn't had his medicine in a few days he claimed he had a toothache blah 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 And, um, he, while I was to get my nails done, he just wanted to go back to my place and sleep. I said, okay. I said, you know, I'm hoping we can go out to dinner. Well, he claimed when I finished with my appointment that he (sighs) wasn't hungry. And it was due to this tooth that is all the way in the back of his mouth. I'm not stupid. Like I said, I'm a nurse. I've watched him. He's always complained about this tooth. I said, why don't you just go to the doctor? So anyway, um, in our conversation early in the day, he was telling me how he was supposed to start this job and, but supposedly the guy that, um... Um, was resigning or relocating or transferring did not take the transfer he stayed within the job and so they called him or tried to get up with him before his start date, which was supposed to have been last week um to to tell him that he didn't have the job now this company is national and um I had asked him, I said, well, why didn't you ask about other positions? I said, this company has um, offices and plants right in my home state, which is Virginia. And he stopped and he said, are the jobs better in Virginia? I said, yes, they are. I said, "Um, because you're closest to Washington, D.C., Maryland, and, you know, the... The jobs are a little bit better. They're plentiful. He says, okay, let's just go ahead and get married and move to Virginia and have a fresh start. And I was like, you mean it? So we got to talking more. You know, I, I got a little excited. He says, oh, he says, but I'll need a month to um, go through withdrawals, you know, to get off this medicine. I'm tired of chasing it. I'm t- tired of jumping through hoops. And this is what i've been waiting for i truly believe anybody could get off of any addiction be it um, alcohol or any other type of substance abuse including pain pills it can be done people do it all the time is it tough yes it's tough and it is a mind thing like anything else like weight loss changing your appearance you said in your mind that you want to do it you will manifest it you will do it and so anyway um we get through part of the day get down to when he asked me if he could just stay one night kim kim can i just stay one night this is a time when i need you um you're I, i need to lean on you i need you kim and I was like, no, you, you are not spending the night. And it was a weeknight anyway, and so I wasn't going to allow it. He was like, don't worry, we're not going to have sex because I'm not even feeling good. I just want to lay in your arms. And I know some of you all probably think that, you know, my whole Rule, so to speak, of not spending the night and no sex um, is kind of harsh because the world, you know it's commonplace and, you know outside of marriage and and i I get it, but I've been to, been with this man for nine years, nine years, and a few minutes of pleasure does not amount to being my provider being my support system giving me that commitment for the rest of my life and so um I apologize for stopping. Um, I'm here at work while I'm recording this um, because this is fresh on my mind. But um, I just wanted to tell you all. So I lost my train of thought. So he gets upset because I said no spending the night. And... Um, he's, you know, somewhat begging. And then when he realizes I'm not budging, I, um, that I'm not budging, he gets upset. Okay, fine. Fine, Kim. Um, I said last week we were done and I mean it this time. Don't you call me. Called me all kinds of names, this and that. You know, you're never there for me. Um, and, um... I take him home, and you know he's um, he seems okay when he gets out of the car, and he ends up texting me to make sure that I'm okay when I got home because it was pretty late, um, and we had a little chit chat in text, and it seemed okay, but you know I was sticking to my guns, blah blah blah, you no know, spending the night that's just my ground rule only because we've been together so long so um he along the way he was like he'd asked me for twenty dollars and mind you he had asked me for twenty dollars last week so I could buy some pants to start this new job and when I um, declined or told him I didn't have the money. He got upset and was like, why did I even unblock you? Um, I'm done with you. And supposedly earlier that day, he had asked me for $20 so that he could pay back somebody who had given him $20 for the pants. And, um, supposedly they were texting him and they, um, begging him for it back, even though they supposedly volunteered it. And I said, look, I said, you get paid on Monday. You can do that. I said, right now times are, um, tough for me and I need to, um, be mindful of what I'm spending. So he, um, he, uh, made it seem like, you know, yeah, but it's Miss Terry, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was making a few excuses, but, you know, he saw that I was not going to give him that $20. So anyway, um, that evening, on the way to his house, we passed a store, and he was like, can I at least get um, some Tylenol for my tooth? And I said, yes. I said, and get some kind of numbing um, product, too. And I proceeded to get out the car. And he was like, oh, you're going in? I said, yes. He was, what, you don't trust me? You don't trust me? I said, no, I trust you. And um, I said to him, I said, look, I really don't have the money today. Everything is falling onto my line of credit. You can't take any money out. So here, take my card. So I gave him my card. And in my mind, I thought that I trusted him, Um, but apparently (laughs) I must have been wavering because um, when I got home, um, finally got settled in, I checked my bank account, he had taken $20 out. So a dollar and some change, bottle of Tylenol turned into $27 and some change. And that really hurt my feelings. That really, truly, truly hurt my feelings. And so I was just like, you know, in my mind, I said, I'm done. And I even texted him. I said, look, I said, I'm not made of money. I, um, you know, I give you an, um, an inch, you take two miles. You know, I don't appreciate this. And he, his comeback was, uh, Kim, you know, um... I'm going to check my pockets for the receipt. I did not take any money. Well, of course, no receipt was produced. And so anyway, the um, couple days later, I'm cleaning my bathroom that morning, and I find a little baggie beside the toilet. So I take a picture of it, and I send it to him. And in my mind, I am accusing him because he was the only one really in my, in my bathroom in the last couple days, because I didn't see it any other day before that. I could have missed it, but I didn't see it. So anyway, um, he, uh, he says, you know, what is in it? Because I said in my text, I said, um, what is this and I know there's some kind of drug and I'm gonna find out like that and he was like what kind of drug do you think is in it and I was like I don't know maybe heroin and he goes oh okay I see I see you're accusing me you think it's mine well my um drugs don't come in that little baggie they come in a colored bag and so anyway I, um, he says, you need to ask, you know, the people that you live with. So I said, yeah, I'll ask, I'll ask my son who smokes weed, but I'll ask my son. So I did ask my son and my son, you know, he is very upfront with me. And he said, mom, he said, if it was mine, I would tell you, you know, I'm I'm grown. So anyway, I just kind of like, let it go just kind of let it go and I'm just like you know what Sean's going to have to change on his own he's going to have to change on his own I keep trying to see him differently and this keeps happening but it truly truly is me on the inside I go back and forth back and forth where he's not changing fast enough for me and so that's pretty much what I want to say to you all and I have to add The very next day, he was back to texting me back after he had cussed me out the day before for um, addressing the drugs, drug paraphernalia rather, and um, he was texting me, he was sending me videos, he was telling me, you know, different little things, just small talk, whatever. And I didn't respond. And then he goes, um, well, um, I see that you're busy, so I'm just going to leave you alone by Kim in his text. So I was okay with that. I was okay with that because I wanted time to forgive and forget. I wanted time To see what he can do on his own. Because for nine years, I have been enabling him by giving him everything he needed. Everything that he wants. And hoping that he will change. And going back and forth, back and forth. So I wanted to try to forgive and forget. And so um, it had been that was sunday when he was talking to me and here it is wednesday well last night he was heavy on my mind i was wondering you know how he was doing and i was just you know reflecting back if how it felt good even though you know i feel like i've wasted 9 years and i'm not married to him, and but I was trying to drum up in my feelings, okay, I'm okay, I can do this, I kind of focus on my business, focus on my career, um, and the changes I'm making in my career, so anyway, um, last night, he calls me, and it was just small talk and started off at small talk and he was telling me about a mutual friend that we both know and some silliness that was going on with that person and we laughed a little bit and then he goes into um talking about past events and i had said something about well you know oh he said you know it just it's it feels really really good that we've had these days um where we weren't talking. It feels really, really good, doesn't it? And I was like, well, have you changed or changed, you know, something about change to him. And he was like, it's not about change, Kim. It's about you being there for me and you taking up for me. And, um, I said something about him apologizing for the past events, um, that had occurred. And I might've mentioned this, um, in one of my podcasts about him being attacked, um, by my son, and, uh, it all stemmed from the, um, chain of events of him going into, um, my granddaughter's mother's room and finding a gun, and then it really came from him selling, um, my son's motorbikes. Anyway, hopefully I, I mentioned all that. I can't remember what podcast that was, but, I did. Um, but he was like, I should not have to apologize for um, being attacked or apologize to my attacker or something like that. Well, he didn't give me the chance to fully explain what I meant. And it wasn't that he was apologizing um, for. The whole attacking thing or being the bigger person it was apologizing and I, I even said I might have said to him last night about the motorbikes and he was like well he told uh, told me to sell them I said yeah when he got out of jail my talking about my son I said, yeah when he got out of jail he'd he changed his mind well <laughs> too late it was his answer so he ended up talking over me and saying to me I'm seeing someone else and so, so I don't react too much and want to deal with it. I just say, okay, well, bye. And he says bye and hangs up. So a lot of this that I'm talking about today kind of brings in a lot of things and it's the circumstances. I'm not letting that circumstance that he's seeing someone else bother me because relationships change and he's right I have changed but I'm changing where I'm not wavering and wavering um, with what I truly truly want and that is a full commitment and um, anyway so I'm not gonna let that circumstance bother me do I love him yes I do but I love somebody that can change and can get off of the drugs and hold down a job to be my provider, to be um, someone that I can lean on to, not just me being the main provider all the time. So anyway, I know this podcast is kind of a little bit, all over the place but um if I could just pass on to any of you all who are trying to change a person or um recreate a person the whole idea of forgiving and forgetting is a great concept and so this time period that I'm in where Sean and I are not together I'm trying to just forgive and forget. So I hope this podcast helped you. It was quite lengthy today. And I'm glad. Um, I hope I had some good gems in there. And um, like I said, I know a lot of it is kind of all over the place. But I'm just talking. And just having this conversation with you all. And I hope you all appreciate it. Um, Please let me know. I'd love to hear from you all. Um, and um, as things happen in my life I'll put it on this podcast so I hope all of this helped and happy manifesting